Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Yeah, brooms up, gang. Mariners sweep aside the Texas Rangers in a four-game series. Six wins in a row at this point. Two games behind the Houston Astros for second place in the division, which this year in this bizarro alternate universe that is Major League Baseball 2020 would be enough for a playoff spot. Locked on Mariners about to tell you about that four-game series. I am DC Lundberg. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners Podcast or any of the other programs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. That is L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G if you are scoring at home. Before we delve into that four-game series against the uh, Texas Rangers, lots of roster transactions, uh, comings and goings, uh, to get to, as it were, that occurred during the Mariners' not time off while while they were supposed to be playing the Oakland A's. They're going to make up those games as, part of, as, as a series of doubleheaders in the coming weeks. We shall start on September 1st, about a week ago. We shall begin on September 1st when the Mariners added Ty France and Luis Torrens to the Major League roster. Actually, I do believe it's Torrens. I've been putting the accent on the wrong syllable. Sunshine Superman Donovan Walton option to the alternate training site, as was outfielder Braden Bishop. Uh, catcher, uh, catcher Joe Hudson, pardon me, pitcher and pitcher Zach Groats. Also on September 1st, the uh, Mariners... Uh, announced that uh, outfielder Alberto Rodriguez was the player to be named later in the Daniel Vogelback trade. He is an outfielder, and he will report to the Mariners' alternate training site, as will right-handed pitcher Matt Brash, the player to be named later in the Taylor Williams trade. September 1st, still, Mariners activated Kendall Graveman from the 10-day injured list. He's on the Major League roster now. And they claimed pitcher Walter Lockett off waivers from the New York Mets. Lockett was activated uh, two days later on September 3rd. Tim Lopes was sent to the alternate training site. He started out this season like a house of fire, hitting everything in sight, significantly cooled off, and he's back at the alternate training site. Also on September 3rd, the Mariners claimed outfielder Philip Irvin off waivers from the Cincinnati Reds. Dylan Moore was activated on September 4th. Uh, from the injured list, he had been on the 10-day injured list with a wrist problem. September 5th, Mariners activated Philip Irvin to the active roster, sent out outfielder Jake Ace Fraley to the alternate training site, and claimed pitcher Casey Sadler off waivers from the Cubs. And then yesterday, September 7th, Mariners placed Telegram Sam on the injured list, retroactive to September 5th. He has a strained left forearm, and at that time, they activated Casey Sadler. <sighs> that was a mouthful, gang. Now to the four-game sweep. First game was last Friday, September 4th, and it was a 6-3 victory for the Mariners. Texas Rangers had kind of an interesting pitching line. They started uh, a relief pitcher. Three, he, he went three innings and didn't give up any runs, did walk two, and then um, a bunch of relievers pitched one, you know, two, two innings here, one inning there. Mariners scored one in the second inning. It was a tie France RBI single. 
to score Kyle Seager. Bottom of the fourth inning, Evan White hits an RBI double. That batting average for him continues to go up and up. That is actually a two-run double, which scored Kyle Seager and Ty France, the two players involved in the RBI single in the second inning. Rangers got on the board in the fifth inning. It was a home run by Jose Trevino to bring the score to 3-1 to one Mariners. Bottom of the eighth inning, J.P. Crawford. Home run, three-run home run to score Evan White and Sam Haggerty in front of him to give the Mariners a 6-1 to one lead. Ninth inning, Rangers would tack on two more, but it was not enough. Mariners hold off the Rangers and win 6-3. Kikiji started the game six innings, two hits, a run. It was earned seven strikeouts, a home run, and no walks. Yes, no walks for Yusei Kikuchi. That's kind of the key with him, I do think. Kendall Graveman then uh, made his first start since coming off the disabled list. He's been put on the bullpen, not because of performance issues, but really for health issues. He did pitch one inning in this ball game. Clean inning, no base runners, a strikeout. Anthony Misevich pitches an inning, identical line to Graveman's. And Yoshihisa Hirano pitches an inning, gives up those two runs, three hits, and one walk. That was Friday. Now on to Saturday's game, Saturday, September 5th. A 5-3 victory by the Seattle Mariners. Mariners got the scoring underway in the third inning in this contest. It was an uh, First score was an RBI single from Kyle Lewis to score J.P. Crawford. Ty France drew a bases-loaded walk later in the inning to score Dylan Moore. 2-0 Mariners. Fourth inning, uh, RBI ground out from Scott Heineman. Not related to Mythbuster Jamie Heineman, but in any case, he, he, he grounds out, and that scores Nick Solak, 2-1 Mariners. Seventh inning, Rangers tie up the ballgame on an Anderson Tejeda home run. Bottom of the eighth inning, Jose Marmalejos, RBI single, to score Kyle Seeger. Evan White then has an RBI single of his own, scoring Ty France. And then the newcomer, Philip Irvin, RBI single to score D. Gordon. Or as he is now known, D. Strange Gordon. Strange is his mother's maiden name, which he now represents on the back of his jersey. So it's Strange-Gordon on the back of his uniform. And it's a really good thing he has a single-digit uniform number. That name is crammed on there. Starts at his belt, goes up, loops around, and then ends by his belt again. And D. Gordon is not a large human being, so it looks kind of funny, but, you know, good on him that he wants to represent his family that way. We'll get to the other two games in this uh, two-game series in the back half of the show, or B-Block, as it were. But before any of that happens, we do have to get to the Mariners' trivia question, don't we? All right, let's do that voice in my head, with the Mariners now riding a six-game winning streak, as I've mentioned a few times. Did I say they're on a six-game winning streak? Yeah, six-game winning streak. Uh, When's the last time they won six in a row? Answer following this word from Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpeting. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I was there this evening. Yes, very, very easy 
easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car, your truck, your SUV, your van, your crossover, your pogo stick, a set of roller skates, that rickshaw, whatever you drive, they got a part for it. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Answer to the Mariners trivia question. The last time the Mariners had a six-game winning streak was July 24th to 30th, 2019. It was just last season. As a matter of fact, Rowenis Elias earned saves in the first and sixth sixth games of that of that winning streak. The winning pitchers in that streak were uh, Mike Leake, Wade LeBlanc, Rowenis Elias, Marco Gonzalez, Rowenis Elias again, and Sam Tuivalala. Only one pitcher from, from from everybody I just mentioned is still with the ball club. If you have a question or comment, send it to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com, and I will read it on the air using this voice I'm using right now. Whatever that means. In any case, yeah, leave it. Questions and comments. Doesn't even need to be a baseball comment. I'll read it. I'll reply to it. I will answer it on the air. LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. Once again, is that address, ladies and gentlemen? More Locked on Mariners following this. Now back to Locked on Mariners and your host, D.C. Lundberg. Yeah, more Locked on Mariners talking about a sweep. Thanks, Joey Martin, for bringing us back into the show. We are talking about a sweep, as a matter of fact, of the Texas Rangers of the four-game series variety. We've already gone over the first and second victories in the series. Now it's time to talk about the third one. Uh, this was a 4-3 to win by the Seattle Mariners, who got the scoring started in the second inning. It was a home run from Kyle Seeger. Yep, Kyle Seeger, a two-run home run to score J.P. Crawford ahead of him. Second inning, Joey Gallo launches one, which is nothing new. He hits a solo home run, his eighth of the season, to bring the Rangers to within one run, but that wouldn't last for all that much longer because in the fourth inning, Kyle Lewis would hit another would hit a home run of his own, rather, uh, his ninth of the season, 3-1 Mariners. Home run derby continued in the top of the fifth inning when Leody Tavares hits a home run of his own, 3-2 Mariners lead at this point. And then in the seventh inning, Shed Long wouldn't hit a home run, but he would have an RBI single to score Dylan Moore and extend the Mariners' lead to 4-2. to two. In the ninth inning, the uh, Rangers tacked on another run, and surprise, surprise, it was a long ball. Ronald Guzman hitting one into the right field seats. In this case, his second of the season, end of scoring, 4-3. to three. Mariners, Justin Dunn started this one. Six innings worth of work from him. Four hits, two runs, they were both earned, both home runs. Four walks and four strikeouts. Kind of an interesting line. Actually, that's not that interesting of a line. It's kind of typical from what you're going to get uh, from Justin Dunn. He, he gives up usually more hits than, pardon me, more walks than he does hits. He walks a lot of hitters, ladies and gentlemen, far far more than he, than he should. But in recent starts, he's been able to not have those walks come around to score for the most part where that really wasn't the case earlier in the season. Still, when you give teams... Uh, free base runners essentially like that 
more often than not, they're going to come around to score. So that is something that Justin Dunn still needs to watch. Although, again, none of the walks came around to score. Uh, Rangers three runs all game were three solo home runs. Misevich checked in with an inning. Kendall Graveman another inning. And uh, Yoshihisa Hirano closed out the ball game, the final inning. He struck out the side but did give up that solo home run to Ronald Guzman for the only hit that he would give up. He earns his first save as a Mariner. And now to yesterday's ball game, the Labor Day ball game, an eight to four victory by the Seattle Mariners. Marco Gonzalez started this one, and he is just—I <laughs> don't know what to say about him that I haven't already said on the program. Another very, very good start for Marco Gonzalez. We'll get to that a little bit later. Mariners got the scoring underway in the first inning, and continuing home run derby for yesterday. Kyle Seeger hit a home run, a two-run home run with Kyle Lewis on base. So the Kyle connection scores in one play. Love it when that happens. Third inning, Dylan Moore checks in with a solo home run, and it's very quickly 3-2 to two Mariners. Top of the fourth inning, Joey Gallo, RBI double. Bottom of the fourth inning, however, the Mariners answer right back. A three-run double from Dylan Moore scores Evan White, Luis Torrens, and J.P. Crawford. Ty France gives the Mariners two more in this frame to score Dylan Moore and Kyle Lewis on an RBI single. Score is 8-2 Mariners at this point, and it, it pretty much seemed over. That 8-2 score would hold until the ninth inning, where in the top of the ninth, Nick Solak would hit an RBI single, and Jose Trevino would uh, hit a sack fly, and that would be the final score, 8-4. As we said, Marco Gonzalez, another good effort for him. Seven innings pitched, four hits, two runs, both earned. Seven strikeouts, so that's a strikeout inning. And the most important thing for me, no walks. Newly acquired Walter Lockett would pitch a scoreless inning. Aaron Fletcher would come in. He would only last one-third of an inning. Two hits, two runs, both earned, two walks, and a strikeout. Uh, he's not ready for the major leagues, clearly. I shouldn't say clearly. It looks like he might not be ready for major league action. He's a young kid, so he's got, he'll have time to develop. Not too worried about his future. Johan Ramirez would come in to mop up, so to speak. Two-thirds of an inning, no strikeouts, and a walk. Side note on this game, ladies and gentlemen, at 6.58 p.m. on Monday evening, I got a text from friend of the show and you know, my friend in general, Locked on Anaheim Ducks host Jason Hernandez, which said, you need to spend two to three minutes on the shoes of D. Gordon. I don't care about players' shoes, but I will, I'll say what they were. They were white shoes that had the In-N-Out Burger logo on them. So that is what D. Gordon was wearing. Again, I don't give a damn what kind of shoes players wear. I think that they should be part of the uniform. I think they should be uniform across the team. So... That's just me being an old man of 35. But in any case, yeah, D. Gordon was wearing in-and-out shoes in tonight's or yesterday afternoon's ball game. Again, brooms up, Mariners sweep aside the Texas Rangers. Mariners are off to San Francisco. In fact, they might be there already, <laughs> as it were, to start a brief two-game series against the San Francisco Giants, a group of Bay Area natives with pituitary gland problems, 
a joke I've used before. In any case, the the pardon me, the Giants are exactly at 500 baseball right now, 21 and 21. Tonight's game will be started by L.J. Newsom for the Mariners. Logan Webb will tow the rubber for the Giants. And on Wednesday, it'll be Nick Margevichis versus uh, somebody I've never heard of named TBD. Hmm, I wonder who that's going to be. Yep, we'll find out on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> ah, what am I doing? I don't know, so I'll close the program now. Do join us tomorrow where I will be joined by guest panelists Officer Pete Malloy, Philbert Shellbach, and a Honey Crisp Apple. Hmm. Download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you can think of. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. Thank you for listening to today's program, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back tomorrow morning with another one. Talk to you then. This is Joey Martin letting you know that we'll be back tomorrow for another edition of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.